Lisa Battle, we made you watch Waterworld. Yes, you did. The Kevin Costner post-apocalyptic damp film for Wet Month. What is your major compliment for it? Um, I just love Tina Majorino. Who's that? She is the most adorable child. Oh, the little she's kid. Not a child now. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, she was in like Andre and she was in Karina Karina. Okay. And she was in the one with the fro and the page, vote for Pedro. Oh, oh, she was? That Napoleon was the girl? Dynamite. She, yeah, Napoleon she's the one Dynamite. who's Hawking's Tupperware in, in Opponent. And Glamour Napoleon Shots. Dynamite. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I read her she's IMDb also- page and it is very self-aggrandizing. I don't know. Um, what, what? It's what? like, what it's mean? pro her? Well, it's just like, like uh, very aggressively. Like, she's going places. Um, <laughs> look out for that name. It'll be up in lights no again soon. That. Really? She's yeah, totally it's a little upsetting because like, I don't know her from anything else, really. Yeah, Have, the, you've never seen Veronica Mars? Because she's... Well, yeah. Oh, yeah, she is in Veronica Mars. So that, she welcome. was good in that but I love like oh yeah Majorino's portrayal as the sweet sincere Deb melts all of our hearts it does Majorino has aspirations to produce direct write and design in Go the very it. near future uh. <laughs> look She's amazing. Lisa is giving you the green light. Yeah. She's giving you the green light to write, direct, design, make clothes, cook, whatever you want to do. Lisa's behind it. Majorino. If you hear this, Lisa says it's okay. Majorino for Prez. Her character made no sense, but I still loved it. Like, I, the the reason why I loved her is in the moment where she, she's giving the, the trope. There's a special trope in movies where the female lead is like hyping up the male lead in the whole you stole the wrong princess. Oh, oh, and she's like, yeah, she's telling the bad guy. She's like, he's killed a thousand girls and he he sneaks around and he can hide in the noonday shade. Because Wesley and I are bound by the power of true love (laughs) and you cannot cut it. Ah. Not with a thousand swords. (laughs) Yeah, it's totally that. There's also a really good one in Doctor Who. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just like you, you stole the wrong lady. Yeah. Sir. Exactly. She did such a good job. And like he threw her off a boat. Like he did. Like and she's still like, no. I don't even know what he's going to do. He threw her off a boat. He beat Jean Triplehorn with an oar. (laughs) He hacked off her hair with a machete. She's like, I love you. And I will never choose the wrong man. (laughs) All right. Tanya, we're going to keep moving. What is your Majorino compliment? Um, Dennis Hopper is pretty fun. Get it? Get it? Uh, You have to laugh out loud. You can't (laughs) pantomime laughing on a podcast. Yeah, I liked it. I liked his performance. What I, do you mean? I, yeah. I like him villaining it up just all over the place. You just you turn around and there he is gnawing on a piece of scenery. Yeah, yeah. ready to go. Don't worry about me. I have one eye. I have one eye. He's very hungry, so he needs to always be gnawing on something. Goggles akimbo. Why wouldn't you just wear the goggles the whole time? You live in a world of water. Why would you put them up on your forehead ever? Well, so one goggle is covering his removed eye because he got like shot in the eye yeah yeah but guys it never gets infected and it doesn't is, no no even though they do that like failed well, they, surgery yeah. and yeah. his like eye falls on the floor they and, just soaked or... the entire thing in go juice though they disinfected it <laughs> yeah <Stop>. yeah <laughs> But yeah, uh, I, I enjoy him, and I enjoy that. Like he, even though he's the leader of like the bad teeth gang, his teeth are actually pretty okay. Oh, his teeth are great, and yeah. actually, uh, you know, the guy, his second in command with the lionine mane oh, that gets oh, bigger yes, and bigger. Yes, yeah. Somehow he found the world supply of Elnet and is just like hoarding it. <laughs> <laughs> just like, don't yeah, worry, they've got a lot of look, and they chew on a lot of scenery, and it's it's scenery well, jerky out fun, there. Fun yeah. fact about uh, Dennis Hopper is that if you don't, if he isn't constantly chewing on scenery, his teeth will just keep growing forever. So yeah. that's how he regulates them. <laughs> <laughs> Grow through his other Long eye, teeth. his good eye. Yeah. <laughs> All right, my my major compliment is just for the look of this movie, which I think is amazing. It's like Aquapunk. It's it's Damp Max. It's yeah. um, yes. It. I mean, it's it's, it's like not as good as Damp Max. I knew you'd say that. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's open. Fury sees. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, it's great. I, and I saw it as a kid, and some of the images in this movie just like really burned into my head. Like my favorite part, which is in it turns out the extended TV cut that I watched and a two night special television event, not the theatrical release that we watched for this one. But there's a great scene where the bad guys have jet skis. They have taken the kid. They've run off, and the good guy has to find him. And he's the one who knows that jet ski engines are very inefficient, and they dump some fuel as they drive. So he throws a Molotov cocktail in the water, lights the the, the trail behind the jet skis, the fire takes off and he follows the fire and that was so good and i remembered it so well 
that the whole first half of the movie, I was ru- I was like, why isn't this kid kidnapped? Get the kid so we can get onto that part where they light the water on fire. <laughs> well, Stop saving this kid. Let her get kidnapped. It's the best part. You got to spend like an hour and a half waiting for anyone to like anyone. It's true. Like, yeah. Because otherwise they kidnap her and he's like, yeah, well, she had to go. So you know. I don't know about this Kevin Costner guy. <laughs> Yeah, you mean abusive fish. father figure? <laughs> <laughs> slash fish. I don't think there's yeah. any father to him. Yeah. Well, but he gets <laughs> oh, all yeah, fathery he teaches, later. Yeah, he teaches her to swim. Yeah. That's a dad trick. That is That's a dad trick. That's a dad trick, trick. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Chris, what's your major compliment? Uh, going along with the fact that you love the look of this movie, yeah, I do. Uh, I love all the sailing in this. Oh, movie. some good sailing. So, yeah. uh, Waterworld, like Kevin Costner's, his awesome boat is a racing trimaran, yes. which is awesome, what? fully functional trimaran, as yeah. opposed to a catamaran. Yeah, exactly. catamaran is two. Catamaran, trimaran is catamaran three is hulls. Double yeah. pontoon. Yeah. Oh, I yep. trimaran. So it's a three hulled. Uh, mass. It has like a, a parachute kite extra sail. Oh, it's yeah. got a, yeah, a bunch of shit going on. Kite and also, sail. instead of like any like floor between the the pontoons, yeah, there's just nets, nets which, everywhere. Which so is like, lying around on a trampoline, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah you got trampoline also, or hammocking. It's also great yeah. for throwing stuff and having it not break. Yeah, Wait, but there was a hole or something that they went. She went yeah, down. Yeah, there's yeah, a hole in the middle. Them, yeah, the and then the two one side ones like are. Yeah, yeah, that's what they used in the big sailboat race last year. The, these the America's Cup. The America's Cup this yeah. year had trimarans. They're amazing. Change, they constantly change the rules every year to try and cheat. I know, isn't that it's great? Wonderful. But they they use these crazy trimarans, and this one in how? Okay, you, Lisa and I are just looking at each other in disbelief. Like, how is this? Like, <laughs> why do they both in depth about yeah about, like, about the America's everybody... Cup and Larry Ellison's Oracle team? I don't worry. They've I, been having a secret boating podcast <laughs> this whole time without anyone else. Welcome to Read It and Boat. <laughs> <laughs> Read it and boat. So we have to read a book and then boat about it? No, yeah. you read a book, you're on a boat. <laughs> Very good. A lot of uh, seasickness, little headaches. Mm. I I don't know. I enjoyed the America's Cup this year. I read something on Slate that was like, you should actually watch America's Cup. It's amazing. And so I did. It was watch great. Watch it on what? ESP Boat? Yeah. <laughs> ESPN 3, the damp one. Oh. It's the water version <laughs> the of ESPN. One. Yeah. Uh, and Chris obviously knows a lot about sailing because his, his parents' house is nautical-themed. Oh, oh yeah, there's knots on the walls yeah, and little are. sailboats everywhere. Yeah, Isn't this fun. Let's take a virtual tour of Chris's parents. <laughs> well, house. I, I don't really want to talk about what they do and their proclivities, but it's just Whoa, to say, what? no, I don't know. I mean, it just doesn't seem. <laughs> you just made them sound like sex fiends. <laughs> <laughs> They're not. <laughs> They're normal suburban. I don't people. want to talk about Probably. my parents' proclivities. <laughs> But in real life, it's just Siamese cats and boats. Yep. <laughs> yeah, <they're... laughs> not sex stuff. Well, knot tying has multiple uses. Oh, yeah. no. Pew, pew, pew. Yeah. All right, let's start the show. <laughs> Good morning, Meetsus. Welcome back to Read It and Boat. <laughs> Sorry, I get confused sometimes between my two podcasts. Uh, welcome back to Read and Weep. We're a good podcast about uh, bad books, movies, TV, pop culture. This week... Oh, sorry. Damn it. I still fucked this up. We gotta, I gotta change this at some point because it's still not good. Uh, each week we review a topic usually selected by our meat buddies or our fabulous sponsors. Uh, this week, because it's wet month... Hey, Woo-hoo! wet up. Get, wet, get wet, stay wet. Our tears created an ocean that swallowed the world. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Deluge. Uh, so... This is Wet Month, so we chose our topic as the finale of Wet Month. That the fans have been demanding it on Twitter, that at least one, uh, and so did the theme park by the same name. Uh, so we're watching Waterworld, yeah. 1995. Kevin Costner, uh, mega flop? Question mark? We'll find out. Um, this episode is number three hundred and five. We have now done as many episodes as the size in hectares of the world's second largest, well, of the second largest solar power facility in India. Oh. Yeah. Wow. The so second largest. Is the, big, the biggest ones larger than 305? Yes, that's how largest work. Okay. Mm. Uh, speaking of things that cost more than expected, you guys, Waterworld. Uh, let me introduce your panel. For I, This is all fucked up. I'm so bad at this now. Uh, wh- <laughs> what? Is it because we're giving you dirty looks? No, well, partially. Um, let me just do your panel, you guys. Oh, we have a great one today. I'm so excited. First of all, I should say this is a... What, what did we call these? Live in studio. What do we call when they're all we're all together? Uh, we, well, because we, uh, there's the the super host fun zone. Yeah, yeah. The, it's a super. It's not a super host show, but it is a fun zone, and it is roundtable. It's a roundtable episode. We're all on the same rectangular table. Which side of the iPod <laughs> am I on? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Chris is in the uh, 
uh, oh man, the old school nope. iPods. Let's nope. do an iPhone. <laughs> no. Let me see this an is iPhone. The, this is okay, the swim so up episode. Chris is where the, uh, the the manual audio on off yep. oh, switch what, is. The which mute button. version of an iPhone are we talking about? Is this a, is, what is this? This is this a 5. Is, a 5. Really five S. Uh, I know, this is terrible. Tanya. This is, this is like. Tanya's in the uh, headphone gate rubber part that keeps that from happening, and so is Lisa on the other side, and I'm in the, uh, man, there's not enough buttons on this. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, it's a special roundtable episode with way more looking at each other's faces than usual. Yay. Uh, I'm your host, Alex Falcone. You can find me on Twitter at Alex underscore Falcone, and I am on the final leg of my summer tour, so I'm here in our Brooklyn studios. Woo! It's so exciting. Holy moly. Uh, joining us, as always, we're going to go around the iPhone clockwise. He's at C. Walter Smith on Twitter. In Brooklyn, New York, it's Mr. Christmas. Don't touch anything on my boat. <laughs> <laughs> I like that you did a little bit of his accent. Yeah. He has an inscrutable accent. Where is he from? Nowhere. Canadian pirate? Nowhere. (laughs) Everywhere. (laughs) Not a supercut. He's been more places than you've dreamed. That's right. Uh, Also joining us... Keep him going clockwise. No, we can't go clockwise. I always have the same recurring dream of Denver. (laughs) (laughs) Also joining us today, she's at the Tanya Best on Twitter, also in our Brooklyn studios. It's Tanya Davis. Got my spring break Mexico braids going, ready to deal with some dystopian bullshit. (laughs) A puka shell necklace for trading? Yeah, Yeah. probably. Where are those shells from? From some lame tourist store. What's up with your back tattoo? (laughs) (laughs) What's up with it? What's up with it? My is tramp stamp a is a map to the new world. <laughs> is that a mountain? That seems really dangerous. It reminds me to stay balanced. Yeah, she's a child. <laughs> also joining us. All right, so let's make it make it a champ stamp. So it's just positive. You go, champ. You got it. Also joining us, a very special guest today uh, from Queens, but today hanging out in our Brooklyn studios. It's Lisa Battle. She's my friend. Mm, <laughs> yeah. That's so sweet. That's that is nice. And oddly southern. Also, uh, kind of a weird age range to be friends. Father figure, not your buddy figure. Different figures. I don't know. Just gruff, balding troll <laughs> and girl. <laughs> uh, Lisa, you're at Lisa Battle on Twitter now? I don't know. You don't remember? Lisa. Oh, abusive, at Abusive Lisa on Twitter. <laughs> and do you have a photo or are you still an egg? No, I'm an egg. You're still an egg. Abusive a, Lisa, she's an egg. an egg. <laughs> Follow her on Twitter. Just watch her struggle through trying to figure out her Twitter client. Uh, thanks for being back, Lisa. So, you guys, uh, we picked this, as we said, because it's wet month, finale of wet month. Um, the movie, not the theme park. Um, although I should point out about the theme park, uh, Nathan on Facebook told us there are at least three water parks called Waterworld in England. Northumberland, Staffordshire, and Cornwall, which all could be made-up English places. Really? I don't know. No, Staffordshire is real. No, okay. for real. Those are what I would yeah. make up so as names. Well, all of them are. Also, Northumberland has sausage. Or no, Cumberland. Cumberland has sausage. Those weird circular sausages. They all eat sausage. They probably sausage no, no, in all no, those places. There's like a Cumberland sausage that's a special shape. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so uh, and Nathan also he was like <laughs> Nathan mentioned because we were talking about the water park that would tweeted at us and thought we were going to their park in Colorado, not watching this famous movie. He was like, if you're in a meeting and your business partner is dead set on calling your water park Water World, do you talk him down or do you steer him into the skid and put a bunch of Dennis Hopper posters up? <laughs> yes. oh, I think awesome, we all know man. the right answer to yeah. that question. I think so too. If you want to force us to read your uh, your favorite wet thing or watch your favorite wet thing or dry thing or easy thing this whatever is the last kind of, of wet month it's the end of wet month so find something wet that's month not is wet over. get your towels <laughs> <laughs> oh instead of easy month we should have done towel month yeah that ter- makes so much more sense <laughs> oh, me some terry cloth or we could involve towels we could do a drip dr- well uh hitchhiker's guide. hitchhiker's guide obviously oh right and then what that's yeah it. then we're out uh, from justin to kelly probably has some towels south park mr tally Oh, yeah. Um, Tally. Tally. Um, or we could have done drip dry month with a lot of like clothes hanging around. I don't know. Anyway, uh, clothesline month. Whatever Actually, you, that would really work. Whatever you want. Go to <laughs> Sign up on our mailing list. We'll have more episodes available for sponsorship soon. Chris. Yes, sir. It's time. I need you to summarize in the style oh. of a man with gills. Okay. I, I just got to like, I got to channel the Kevin Costner. Yep. That just stoic. means the back of your ears are really yeah. pink. Yeah. That's all that means. Accent all to- over the map. Your toes are glued together. Yeah. Your toes are like wrapped in saran. Yeah. Yeah. I I have a special physiology that prevents uh, toe jam. Oh, that's kind of nice, actually. Yeah, it's kind of nice. You just seal it all. Also, you don't have to like, when you paint your toenails, you don't need to have that separator because your toes are, have that webbing already. Yeah. You couldn't possibly jam your toes together. If you well, I don't know how webbing works. Is it, is it 
like a duck it's foot skin. is very in, just in extra like skin. Actual anatomy, experience. it's not how it looks in the movie. Like if your toes are, it's just like the toes, the between toe skin goes down farther. It's not like your whole foot is wrapped in some weird like extra skin. Well, right, but this is not a person with a, a normal foot birth defect. Mm. He's a fish person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because of evolution. <laughs> okay. So let me over the last hundred and fifty years, he's evolved. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so sometime uh, in in the past or the future of this movie uh the polar ice caps have melted yeah you can tell because they start with the universal logo of the world and then the world ice cap melts and you know it's going to be a wet movie when the whole universal logo is water so the entire world is now ocean and people somehow have found a way to survive they're mostly on boats uh they live in atolls like little little forts and stuff and they're just eking by they have a few remnants of the civilization that was but otherwise they're just kind of sunburned and a little logy mm-hmm. and uh and the whole deal is that uh kevin costner is the mariner mm. and he has a fancy fucking sailboat and he's real good at, be- at living in water world why he also has gills he can swim and breathe underwater and he has webbed feet and he's very very good at uh being in the world and what that means is he kind of dives down uh gathers some dirt or some other precious supplies from the bottom which is now you know like what is now underwater and then he uh sells it uh to people and people really like that except he's a fucking mutant yeah people decide or when they discover that he's a mutant they try to kill him but it's the future and as we all know in the future we change words unnecessarily right and so he's a muto which is different from a mutant well and i also like the same number of syllables so not that easier to say (laughs) and instead of water They've shortened it to hydro. Yes. And instead of gasoline, they call it go juice. Uh, yeah. This is so exhausting. <laughs> <laughs> the future, everybody. Uh, so, but life is, uh, gets a little more complicated because there are also uh, bad guy pirates called the smokers. Yeah. And they're the only people who still have gasoline and, and uh, power boats. And cigarettes. And yeah. cigarettes. What? Yeah, what? <laughs> why, are, why are you silently saying what? Yeah, yeah. It's an audio show, Lisa. But what? Why do they have cigarettes? Because they're all like paper, paper is so precious, but they're like throwing cigarettes everywhere. That's yeah. a very good yeah. point. Yeah. But also, here's the thing is when you when you have a theme, commit hard to the theme. Yeah. So they have oil. They live and uh, travel around in the Exxon Valdez that they've converted into. <laughs> do you guys oil. remember the 90s? Yeah, when that was like, oh, those are the that, bad guys. That was the only one we had. Yeah, so then they, they're the ones who have guns and fire and explosions Yeah, uh, and jet skis. <laughs> they just have explosions. They're just traveling around with explosions. They have a lot of lying around. Because there's those times where the jet skis look like they might bump into each other, and mm-hmm. so they just explode. They yeah. just had those in the cargo hold of the jet ski. Yeah. They came prepared. A spare explosion. And they're dirty, and most of them have bad teeth. Yeah. Okay. Why are they dirty? Because it's water okay. world? That you, confused the crap out of me. You are getting into some very good questions that we're going to get into. You are, you've, in fact, you've gotten into two questions that were asked on our Facebook page. Mark also pointed out the paper thing. And uh, Sylvain, Sylvain, Sylvian, we like to fuck these up anyway, right? Yep, so yep. Sylvain uh, asked about the uh, why they're... Why yeah. they're so dirty. Okay. Great point. But that's the world. There's smoker, bad guy, pirates. Um, and then there's Kevin Costner, who's a muto. And then everybody else is a normal person. But everybody still dreams that somewhere there might be some dry land out there. Even yeah. though there's ocean as far as anyone has ever been. And, uh, Which they've shortened to dirt-o. Yeah, they they haven't. Dirt-o. They should have. Yeah. Uh, so there's a, uh, somebody who works at a- Atoll, Helen the, the barkeep. And she is taking care of uh, Enola, a little girl who has a strange tattoo on her back that people suspect might be a map. Might be a map to dry land. So, how does a map work in an ocean world where they don't have any, like, they don't have coordinates? None of them have, like, yeah. They don't have GPS. Yeah, but there's a sun. There's a sun and stars. So the map is just like, here's the sun, here's the one tiny piece of land. Well, no, but there's also, like, it's in a different language. Yeah, they like do say like the there's characters. the foreign markings. It's some primitive system of navigation, but they don't have any system of navigation I can tell. And not only that, you know how big the ocean is now? It's hard to find stuff now. Yeah. If there was no land, just and they just keep stumbling upon other people in sailboats. I mean, the odds are against that. It's a right, very large right. ocean. Nobody has ever seen dry land before, but that's why it's the unattainable dream. Right. But this girl might have a clue to actually reach it. And so the smokers want to capture this girl. Uh, you know, everybody else really wants to know where dry land is, too. And so uh, the smokers attack 
where the the girl is, and mm-hmm. then the girl and the barmaid and Kevin Costner escape on his fancy trimaran sailboat, and Deus Ex Machina in a balloon escapes. Yeah, Belle's dad from Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> yeah, totally escapes. That's nice. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's totally right. Yeah, we'll see him later. Yeah, just uh, I just thought I'd let that in there. You have to know that was that was prepped. Yeah, and yeah. so they get to know each other. They have like tiny adventures. They fish for sea monsters. Like a lot they of just tiny like adventures. casual boat stuff happens. Kevin Costner goes from the abusive part oh, yeah. of his relationship to he's gruff and abusive, but eventually. You know, they soften him up with uh, drawings of horses. Yeah. Uh, really? Uh, yeah, he softens a little. Drawings they become about, friends, kind of. Do not touch his crayons. Oh, don't touch, <laughs> don't touch his crayons. Don't touch anything on his boat. He yeah. has, he has yeah. one rule. Don't, no touchy. This is sort of like up, but without any charm. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess it's just down yeah. then. Yeah. But then the smokers yeah. attack, and they capture Enola, and then he has to go get her back. So he goes all like, you know, like, Batman basically and sneaks on the Exxon Valdez and kills a bunch of people like and like up, thousands he Tens blows of thousands? up the boat and there's a big showdown with Dennis Hopper and eventually he uh, kill he drops him into the water Dennis Hopper gets on a jet ski and then gets in a three way jet ski collision that blows up Dennis Hopper too shouldn't have packed those explosions yeah. and eventually uh, the good guys do find dry land using the coordinates from Anola's back. But and Kevin Costner doesn't feel right on dry land. He has to go back has, to where he can breathe. Why, the water. Chris? What does he have? Land sickness. He has land sickness. It's yeah. like sea sickness, but backwards. Do you yeah. get it? Get it. I don't it. understand why he couldn't just like go swimming every day. Yeah, it seems like you're like, still living on a beach. That'd be his fine. Damn boat. Yeah. Yeah, like, just hang out. Why you still need be- fresh water to live. That's true. Right. Yeah. Well, he's got plenty of pee. It's yeah. No oh, he converts his pee to drinkable water. Uh, yep. Maybe he prefers oh, yeah. the taste of his own pee at this point. Oh, they did yeah. not back off from that concept. They it's started, that... opened. That was the opening <laughs> shot, was just watching Kevin Kevin Costner from a butt shot pee into a glass, pour yeah. that into a refiner, like some sort of distilling. Made from the yep. Swiss family Robinson. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. Made of glass and hemp. Also, <laughs> yeah. beakers mean your pee is immediately filtered. <laughs> yeah. And then he drinks it and he's like, ah. Mm, warm pee Mm, and he like swishes around body temp Mm, yeah (laughs) i also i should just since we're at the ending the uh, before we say that's the book the land that they are on dry land is mount everest they're on the very tip of of mount everest because only the tallest land yep uh still pokes up wait i totally missed that that's uh in the extended cut it's not in this version you saw Uh, alex has decided to be obsessed with this movie i was thinking about being (laughs) obsessed and then i was like let's do it it was like over the course of like a two-minute conversation we were having it was like i'm trying to decide if i'm obsessed with this i was like well since i'm obsessed with this (laughs) i okay i had decided before that i was slowly letting you down I didn't want you to be disappointed in me all at once. So I was like giving you some stages. I was prepping you. <laughs> you just like acted your way through that. Yep. Just in case I was going to be like really thrown yep. by your obsession with Waterworld. <laughs> no, I couldn't come up with like one compliment. This is the best. Ooh, I thought you liked it. Wait, you couldn't no. come up with. Oh, no, you, you couldn't narrow it down to one. Only one. I wanted so many compliments. Oh. Uh, well, well why actually, why don't we get into. First and that's say, the book. Thank you. Yeah. So then, now it's time for our. Bro- we're going to debut a brand new game today. A game that I'm calling Yeah, but yeah, but you, but yeah, but no, but yeah, it's me, but I should have to be here or something or nothing. So the way this works, <laughs> one T, one T, you guys, yeah, comma, but we're not dot, Chris's dot, parents. Dot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so mad right now. <laughs> I love this joke because of how much you don't like it. <laughs> I love it because I know your parents. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> And if I if I had one motto for them, if it was two, it was like sailing and yeah, but. And if it was just one, they'd probably pick yeah, but. No. Yeah, but. All right. So uh, anyway, so our game of yeah, but, here's how this is going to work. Um, we're going to take turns, and you can either say a thing that's bad or a thing that's good, but whatever you have to do, you have to say the opposite of the one that just happened. So you can say something that you don't like about it, because I know at least two of you not crazy about this movie, and then maybe Lisa and I will return the f- <laughs> will re- return volley, just guessing. We can return volley with if yeah, but, and then a nice home, thing. You might know who doesn't like this movie now. Yeah. I'm obsessed with it. <laughs> Probably. It's happening. Probably. So, I don't know. It's a new feeling. I'm just figuring it out now. <laughs> so, <laughs> work through it. Work through it. So this is our way of like smashing our compliments and hates together. That's the game of yeah, but. I don't know if I did a great job explaining it. Also, can't wait to find some music that has to do with butts. That's not going to be hard. Nope, that's true. We've um, had a real butt-heavy year. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good point. Uh, all right. So why don't, Chris or Tony, why don't you get start with a, a hate of this movie? What's something that bugged you a little bit about Waterworld? I don't like dystopias. 
Okay. Oh yeah, I, let's yeah. talk about tell, that. Tell, tell me more about yeah. why you don't like dystopias or no, what just, you don't like, like about it's them. It's just it's always like a bleak future where there's like no culture was able to survive. Nobody's funny. Nobody's interesting. Everybody's just like rah, rah, hard scrabble. I'm dressed in ugly shit. I'm running around <laughs> in circles. What do we do now? Kill him! Kill him! Like oh so god. Would you say that that is that's boring? It's just just like not like there's just nothing for me to like there's nothing to like about that like I don't find those people interesting it's just so, like a bunch of like really? preppers are you saying that's because at, like, it's not a utopia it's a dystopia yeah maybe I think that's, yeah, actually I maybe you hate it because it's dystopia you're that's you got you got to diss it you're dissing it I don't I don't like these puns. actually I like <laughs> wait wait I like this segment called Tanya's dystopia where she says takes this a dystopia is, yeah, and you no, hate on it haven of Tanya's disses. <laughs> yeah. No, I just feel like there's. It would be so much easier if like people were actually like people are, as opposed to sort of like down to like lizard brain, where everybody's either they're just like creepy Igor, like yes, master, yeah, nah, nah, or like ha oh, ha ha, I'm a villain, choo choo choo. Like I just <laughs> <laughs> that was the scenery they're chewing on, or that was a that train was the scenery. And oh, then there's okay. the one guy who's like humorless and grim and like I've seen a lot and now I'm just on a boat like, and you're just like I'm so tired somebody be cool or do something interesting that's true yeah, but how great is it that the entire nice. Nice. village uh-huh. like the entire village knows that they need like they sort of half understand evolution Yeah. and so then they see this guy and they're like hey He's got seed. <laughs> they oh, they go do up to him. Oh god! And well, yeah. Impregnate my daughter. Well, because they yeah. know inbreeding's a bad thing. Uh, yeah. So yeah, they they're like, inbreed- we know we can't fuck yeah, her. So but- if somebody else would, that would be super <laughs> yeah. cool. And also, then of course, like gruff guy in a boat. Everyone's like, take my vagina, please. Like, uh, I just yeah. Yeah, but once <laughs> they the just- worst stand-up comic from the eighties. Take my vagina, please. <laughs> Once they realize that Kevin Costner is a muto, then instead of going to impregnate my daughter, it's like, we're going to recycle you into our poop pit. Yeah. Yeah. That was pretty (laughs) rad. Because they don't understand evolution, which I think is kind of adorably naive. Because, like, the whole world is covered with water. If you want someone to have babies with your daughter... They should have gills. Wait, yeah. so somebody, like, oh, that is a smart. group of people they who should kill have people who are different from, <laughs> you know? than the, from them is adorably naive? My, well, but they yeah. also want his seed. I have this. Maybe because, <laughs> wait, wait, maybe because his seed are excellent swimmers. Do <laughs> you get it? Yeah. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. Yeah, so but weird. he's so unlikable throughout this entire movie. <laughs> he's not somebody you could ever see people being like, ooh, I want that. So he yeah. is a shithead, no doubt. Yeah. But yeah. he likes crayons, and yeah. that's kind of cute. Yeah, but he's defending his own crayons, and <laughs> his boat that he's built is not just a trimaran. It's a trimaran where all of his features are secret, so you can think he's not going to be fast, and then he can press a button, and his sail springs out faster than you'd expect, and he's mm. got the kite sail that he didn't tell anybody about until it was super necessary. Yeah. He's so full of secrets, so you got to think... He's so full of Rube Goldberg machines. Yeah, It's just yeah. really exhausting. Well, it's great. Well, Rube yeah, Goldberg, have really... you ever actually liked a main character because of his... Stuff. Yeah. Okay. Like, hey, yes. Who are like, <laughs> All oh, the time. When I wake MacGyver. up, it releases a marble that starts my toast for me, and then it like brings it up. Like, Inspector you might not Gadget. know this. Yeah, Inspector Gadget, dickhead. We don't like MacGyver because of the stuff that he carries. He really only carries around a Swiss Army knife and duct tape. We, we like, like him because of his ingenuity. I like yes. The, yeah, this I like ingenuity. The, I like the know-how. He made all that shit. Like, yeah. he's a genius. You I don't know, know if you know this. Is? Also, Rube Goldberg, total piece of garbage. <laughs> <Well>. <laughs> So we love him for his stuff. There's proof. No which shit entirely why, made of just toasters which and Which is spring. why yeah, Rube is an insult. <laughs> Rube, nice. Rube Goldberg is actually just a mouse on a wheel and then a bunch of crazy shit around it. He's not even a person. He's the most intelligent mouse that's ever lived. Well, the mouse named Rube Goldberg is dead now. Oh, right. Sure. Yeah. Well, it's I like, killed him. <laughs> in a very clever way. Yeah. I it's it's like when you have dogs of the same thing and you name them the same thing for a while. Like there's several mice that have died that have all been named Rube Goldberg. The, whatever the current mi- mouse in that body is so named wait, Rube you have Goldberg. A, like a, wait, <laughs> the Rube Goldberg mice are Dread Pirate Roberts singing yep, yep, each other. Like, yep. What's yep. Here? Please, Mr. Goldberg was my father. <laughs> Call me Rube. Maybe I'll kill you tomorrow. <laughs> Get on this wheel and start a running. All right, just to keep things keep things strange, I'm gonna do I'm gonna transition that, this back to a hate. So yeah, but 
Um, even though he's super ingenious, one thing that frustrates me with action movies is that in order to be exciting, they have to have constant brinkmanship. So yes. nothing ever happens like with a safe amount of cushion. So everything in this movie is like, well, a half second later and you'd be dead. Uh, like uh, uh, he's he's about to get shot and the gun jams, mm-hmm. or the rescue balloon balloon shows up right as his ship is about to go down, right as he realizes he's fucked. Like, uh, yeah, where's the project manager with a Gantt chart? running like the timing on this yeah yeah somebody like like, have a better plan you know uh he's always like just barely escaping things and like his plan for fishing for sea monsters is let me hang on to the back of this thing and be the bait yep i know or i'm counting on the fact it will try to swallow me whole what if it misses and only takes off his leg yeah yeah (laughs) he is fucked i did wonder why he wasted that body like he kills a pirate and then he's like I'm just going to throw this body. First of all, you could eat it because it's okay, meat. Gross. Yeah. Second, second no, all, that's gross. totally true. Totally second true. of all, that's pretty good bait. Yeah. yeah oh, that's right that's there. your that's bait. <laughs> also, it's already full of holes and bleeding into the water, which would be perfect. That's chum right yeah, there. Chum, chum right on there. a stick. <laughs> well, he also seems to waste the sea monster because he kills the sea monster and he gets like, it looks like three fillets worth out of yeah. this monster. Yeah. This well, is no, not using Oregon a... Trail all over again. Yeah. yeah you shoot like nine buffalo and they're like, cool, you can take 20 pounds with you. And you're like, what? You've killed 10,000 pounds worth of sea monster. Monster, but can only swim with a hundred pounds back to your trimaran. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but guys, if you continue monster hunting in this area, the game will become scary. <laughs> yeah, but guys, what? Yeah, Lisa? but guys, there was some serious bonding. But guys, over that it's true. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Over There's that trimaran no, yeah, monster. No, kill. wait, you're talking Anola. about the time when he offered the little girl some eyeball juice. Yeah, and like she <laughs> laughed, and then they ate some food, and it was all good times. It's, it's like true. barbecue with dad. It's yeah, true. It's like barbecue with dad when you're with not making distance. daddy angry and yeah. he's not hacking off all your hair. <laughs> you don't deserve braids anymore, little girl. Yeah. I will cut them off with a knife. Okay. Yeah, but you hated those braids to begin with. <laughs> I you did. admit it. That was an improvement for her. Yes. Uh, Jean Triplehorn, not so much. No, I liked her long hair. Oh, yeah, I, liked I liked her short her, hair. I liked her long I'm hair for way it. better. I liked when she was back down to two horns. I don't know why I'm so punny today. I should turn that down. <laughs> <laughs> I also really enjoyed... Oh, wait. This is not... I, maybe I should save that. Never mind. No, oh, oh, oh. I, I found a compliment by accident. Okay. I don't know what's yeah. happening. You might need that at the end. Uh, I'll do another negative. Yeah, but yeah, but some of the dialogue in this movie is so clunky and embarrassing <laughs> for a movie that I love and obsessed with. Um, <laughs> it's, some of the dialogue is really embarrassing. Like they, so they, they, they find. They go to Mount Everest. They're like, hey, dry land, rad. And they find one hut because apparently there were only three people no, it living. a cluster of huts. Oh, it was there? Okay, they go in the hut and there's just the two dead bodies and the daughter, the, the girl is like, I'm home. These look like my parents' skeletons. And <laughs> well, we well they had pieces she... of paper with the with the draft copies of the tattoo. When I watched Yeah, it... yeah, they just happened to have her birth certificate lying on the ground. My point is, let me get so so the guy walks into this hut and goes, "We should put them under the ground. I think that was their tradition," which is coming from nothing, is based <laughs> on nothing. He's just like they're just like, Leah, let's go earth this burial. This is a guy who's, who comes from a culture where they just dump you in green poop. And they don't, they don't believe in, in dry land. They thought it was a myth. It's never been around. They think the earth was created in deluge. They, otherwise, you're a bad religious person. They're, like, the fact that he's just like, oh, I think maybe they bury them. It's just so ridiculous and terrible. That's uh, true. No, also true. pretty harsh for the girl that's like, hey, here are your parents' bodies. See, I don't think she <laughs> saw them. Because I think there's something a little off about her because she's never afraid. That's true. Yeah. And like she really should be crying half the movie and she's never crying. And then I think she just, I think she kind of has avoidance issues in general. Oh, okay. I was going to say macular degeneration. (laughs) (laughs) Could be both. But yes, salt war in the eyes. Not good for him. It it could be. Yeah. But like she definitely does not look at them. She just like runs through it. Sure. Totally totally not seeing. The skeletons. No. So there's there's some psychological issues, and I think there should be. Yeah. Because a lot of bad shit has happened to the small child. Yeah, but, I mean, so that's about the end of the movie. Even through the middle, like, none of this shit makes sense. Like, the, the sheer economics of the smokers makes no sense. <laughs> right? Yeah. How are they sustaining 500 people on a cruiser? A thousand people? It was a lot was of people. It was a lot of people, of people. When they have almost no food, and they basically, I think, eat only cigarettes? <laughs> well, they smoke the cigarettes, and then... <laughs> I just get sustenance yeah. from that also if this is a global warming and the, scenario and like the oceans are all everything although personally i feel like this is like the population of florida got stranded in the ocean and just yes. thought they were the only ones left and right. it's like 
You're just like zipping around in circles. <laughs> and the rest of the United States is like, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. go ahead. Yeah. We, don't, we don't know about we you. Cool. <laughs> we cool. If you watch the graphic where the, uh, the, the ice caps melt, they flood the world, the first part just floods Florida. And I imagine that part of the U.S. was like, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, yeah we're good. We're good. <laughs> we wanted this. this was, yeah, this is why we've been driving cars. If this is the we version of secession it. we're getting. We're taking it. <laughs> uh, I, I definitely think that, that is the, it's weird that they survive. But I should point out, yeah, but Smeet. What's, oh, oh, s- oh yes. spam meat? Yeah, they had spam, and that's what he threw to all the people to eat. They had cans, and it just said smeat on it, which I assume is not real. Because they couldn't get copyright no, spam. No, but, but they did do Jack Daniels. But Jack Daniels was real, yeah. Yeah, and they wait, and Black Crayola. Death. Well, they, and they had Black Death it's uh, vodka, but Black Death also made their cigarettes. Ooh. Uh, well, I terrible name for vodka and cigarettes. The yeah. thing I was going to point out, though, that I, on the this nose. is the thing I was going to say. is that, So global warming, I feel like the, so the oceans are more, more, like... There's just more of them, and then also everything is warmer, right? So I feel like there would be more seaweed, and also like, wouldn't that be so to easy eat. to like get out and dry out? That and is a eat? complete protein. Why don't they well, eat more seaweed? Uh, uh, be- because it's so deep, probably. Because like when he swims her to the bottom in that really awesome in, like, scene that no one minutes. can argue about how great it is that no. he swims her to the bottom no, of the it's ocean. Like- it's a waste of fucking road flares, was what it is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, all right. If you, if you haven't seen this in a while, he's like, he's like, look, I can prove to you where dry land is. Uh, I'll take you there, and he has this big like hard plastic bubble that he's been hiding somewhere on his trimaran and he puts her in the bubble so she can breathe he can breathe underwater he, he swims with her why does he already have a bubble like that he doesn't need it great question but also, like, swims also her down. water pressure is yeah, real yeah they ignore the pressure she's yeah. definitely the, the rest of this movie is her would have run out yeah yeah, yeah. Continue. she's just like in there taking deep lungfuls like Ooh, what's that the end of this movie is probably just her dying from the bends yeah. but uh, <laughs> so he drags her down to the bottom of the ocean and he and they land in Denver which is huge buildings and ski uh, lifts just yeah. in the same right in downtown. Area. Yeah, yeah. Uh, classic Denver. And also, I didn't know uh, it was Denver. Did it say Wikipedia to said it was Denver? Oh. Uh, don't worry, Alex has done his homework. <laughs> okay. Alex, I am obsessed I don't know with if you've this heard. movie. He's obsessed <laughs> with this movie. He's just discovered this morning. Wikipedia calls it says it's Denver, but and also there's a, a crash submarine. But he takes her to the bottom of the ocean and is like, "This is where dry land really is." And and she was like, "Oh, no one knows that that's re- no one knew that was true. Everyone thought the world was created in deluge. No one not else that it could would've... swim this far, and no one else ever had gills. Right? But so Again, s- that's true. Florida. But so seaweed have sex with more people. That's yeah. the thing. Yeah. <laughs> but so my point is, the seaweed is very <laughs> one deep. One real drunk person had sex with a fish once, and that's how Kevin Costner got. <laughs> but he can only oh, that's a good he point. can only sex you on the smoldering remnants of his trimaran. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great. Yeah. But you got okay. Other great scene to describe so the smokers kidnap the baby while they're underwater looking at denver um (laughs) and then light his trimaran on fire destroy destroy it it. so there's just a smoldering hull of this boat and then she's like hey you know how we haven't had sex yet it'd be a shame to waste this private moment and then they just do it on the smoldering wreckage of the trimaran like literally on fire yeah but that's his job because we need to have this baby. Wait, which is his job? Which the smoldering? To impregnate? No, to impregnate all all humans. You want his boat? literally to on this piece. <laughs> he has to. His boat is literally on fire. Yeah, his For boat is very much on fire. Guys, put out the fire first. No, I mean, they had to put out totally the fire off. in their loins before they could address the fire in the boat. <laughs> oh, and that's the game of yeah, but I think yeah, but should always end with something about smoldering loins. Snakes haters, and I made myself so easy to love. Yeah, yeah. How much they hated. So, Meatbot, what are you gonna do with all these sweet stamps.com bucks? Well, Sesame Pete, I think I am going to buy a new meat hammock. Open up. Oh no, you have to hide me. They're here for me. What? Who is it? I normally love guests. They're not guests. They're... I'm gone. Where's Sesame Pete? We know he's here. Good day, agents. You mean Sesame Pete from Stamps.com? That's the one. We're here from the U.S. Postal Service. His ad for our rival Stamps.com was so effective, we're going bankrupt. That's right. So we're here to stop Sesame Pete from ever making any more podcast ads ever again. I'm gone! He's going out the back door! Get him! Sesame Pete, you can borrow my Razor scooter. Thanks, you!
And now, Stamps.com and Bing, the search engine from Microsoft, presents Sesame Pete on the Run, brought to you by Casper Mattresses and NatureBox. Who is it? It's Sesame Pete. Well, I haven't heard that name in many years. Is it really you, honey? Yes, it is, Cinnamon Buns. Please let me in. It is you. I've missed you. I've missed you, too. But this is no time for feelings. What? What is it? What's wrong? The United States Postal Service. They're after me. The USPS? Yes, long story. Uh, but we need to run right now. Uh, the U.S. Postal Service won't stop chasing you, no matter what happens. They kill in snow, or rain, or heat, or gloom of night. They're vicious. <laughs> hide me somewhere, then. You should hide under my Casper mattress. What? My Casper mattress. It's a high-quality mattress with free delivery and a 100-day in-home trial. You don't know anything about mattresses, and yours is probably bad. So you might as well. But, but, but I, I trusted you, Cinnamon Buns. I'm sorry, Sesame Pete. Times were tight. They got to me first. Oh, no. He's almost at the mattress. Get him. No, he's getting on his razor scooter again. I'm scooting away. You can't catch me. <sighs> I'm so tired of scooting on this scooter. Hey, over here! Wait, who are you? You seem hungry. Let me help you out with that. Uh, uh, I, I, I don't need food. I need, I need to be hidden from the, the menacing U.S. Postal Service. No, but I've got a box of snacks for you. I've got a nature box of snacks. What does that mean? It means I send you a box of snack food every month, whether you want it or not. Okay, okay, but can you hide me? That's the important thing here. Sure. We've got gluten-free snacks, vegan snacks, pure health food. This is not what I'm talking about, but... And also, wouldn't that mean there's still a ton of sugar and salt? Like, that's not super healthy. But anyway, no thanks. I I just need a place to hide. Just hide me in that box, that nature box. We were closer with a registered dietitian slash yoga instructor, the world's most trusted scientific profession. And our handy monthly billing. You can forget that you're getting charged. And they'll keep showing up. Wait a second. Is this also an ad? Just go to naturebox.com. No! It's everywhere! The same bad readings of the same terrible ad copy on every podcast! Sorry, Sesame Pete. They got to me first. I'm scooting away. I'm scooting away. You can't scoot away from our monthly billing. Will Sesame Pete be able to outrun the United States Postal Service? Will he ever be able to cancel his subscription to Naturebox? Find out next week when Sesame Pete on the Run continues. We'll never catch him at this rate. He's too fast. We need our own Razor scooters. We can get one for only $29.99 from read-weep.com slash Amazon. Hey now, you don't need to advertise to me. Right. Right, but this one's real, especially with it being back to school season. It's a great time to go to read-wheat.com slash Amazon to buy your textbooks, new clothes, and razor scooters. Guys, this ad's over. You don't need to keep advertising stuff. Yeah, but free shipping over $35. We get it. And uh, search for stuff on Bing. Stop it. Bingle it. All right, you guys, it's time for the game of Top 5. Top 5! Top 5! So this is a game where we have you, the listener, the loyal uh, meat suit, meat dress. It's up to you guys to tell us what you want us to talk about. You send us the mind puzzles to answer about this week's topic on Facebook and Twitter and on email. First up, number one, Tegan on Facebook says... On a scale of terrible things you've had to endure, the claiming of Sleeping Beauty, for example, mm. is the movie really as bad as people have told me it is for years, or do you think that we've forgotten what fun and whimsy looks like? You guys know me? I'm obsessed with it. I've been reading about yeah. this. I don't think this is nearly as bad as some of the terrible stuff that we've watched. Of course fact, not. Especially after uh, watching things like Babe Pig in the City and Mad Max Fury Road, this definitely feels like a proto- George Millery type movie. That's it, it, it was. It, it was, ex- was more fun. Than explicitly I inspired by George Miller. Yeah, it no. was. They watched Mad Max two especially, and they loved Guys, it. It's like fish exploitation. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but the thing that I can't get over about this movie is just what a like a, a black hole of a charisma 
uh, Kevin Costner is in. Sure. Like, he, just, he just does not hold any of my attention or interest. He's and just, and that was, Widow's Peak really drove Tanya nuts. Oh, yeah. yeah well, he's battling just... hair loss while wet. <laughs> it just was such an unsettling visual all the time. Yeah. Yeah, also, he just like has his mouth kind of open a lot. Yeah. I... He's wearing those like clowny leather pants. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He thinks he's sexy. Oh, damn it. That was one of my big hates is yeah. that their wardrobe is like something that saltwater would ruin and also is like terrible to swim in. That's like true. Everybody <laughs> is wearing, wearing like the dumbest stuff. Well, they're wearing mesh because there's fishnets, probably. I know, but also we invented neoprene <laughs> ages ago. Well, but really? how do you manufacture it if it's been no. 100 years and it's all worn out? But what? Yeah, neoprene just... doesn't last. Yeah, but Whereas I a vest of sewn fish skins and nets. <laughs> yeah. It's I, just perfect. I So that was something you, you, you did kind of mention that when you were saying why you were so angry about the movie uh, or about... Uh, post-apocalyptic stuff in general is that it like doesn't not, nobody looks good you're yeah. really angry that everyone's dressed badly really terrible yeah, yeah. Mm. and there's just like a lot of like why do we default to like wench like what was the, <laughs> <laughs> it's like well it's the deep future i guess we should all start wearing corsets again like why? yeah, <laughs> that's a yeah also feminism is so over yeah oh, that's one yes. thing that i mean fury road is better than this movie for so many reasons yeah. sure but yeah. a strong lady who can get things done for herself was a big pl- pro in that movie's uh, column and not in this one. Yeah, okay, just a pair of limpid eyes, Gene Triplehorn. She's constantly <laughs> like, you have to help us. But great lips. All right, go ahead, Lisa. No, I was going to say, the little girl, though, was in the best fight in this movie because little kid versus Dennis Hopper. It was pretty fun. Just like, she just bites his hand while they're flying. <laughs> yes. And then she, like, uh, cat fights him. Yep, yeah. Like, full on slaps. And then they, and then, and then, for some it's reason. Like the kisses of an angel. <laughs> for some reason, uh, Max, uh, <laughs> main good guy, uh, anyway, the Mariner. The Mariner. Uh, he trips the plane while it's trying to fly and it yeah. crashes and Dennis Hopper is mysteriously thrown out of the wreck and the kid is just fine. Like he crashes an airplane with his best friend in it and yeah, yeah. she's just fine. I yeah. was saying that as that was happening, I'm like, wait, wait, why is that your plan? It seems dangerous. Yeah. Seems yeah. unnecessary. The plane was going about as fast as a zip lining Kevin Costner. Yeah, that's true. A little <laughs> oh, slower because he yeah. catches up with it. So it's going, it's like if you were zip lining a little slower than Kevin Costner and then ran into a wall. You'd be well, like, that'd be great. Yeah, you wouldn't love it, but it wouldn't be. While I was watching this, I was like, damn, I'm so mad I failed high school physics because I'm pretty sure this doesn't seem possible. That's not really a thing. Also, they couldn't they couldn't like figure out a way to keep neoprene in reasonable shape, but they have a plane with working seatbelts. That's true. (laughs) Okay, okay. So to get back to Tegan's question, here's what I I would say, and I am giving you the unbiased the unbiased opinion here. Uh, You have been told that it's a worse movie than it is for sure, and I think that's the internet seems to generally agree. And part of the reason was that the movie was like it it was financially troubled. It was way over budget and they barely made their money back on international sales. But at the box office in the US, big disappointment. Yep. Most expensive movie ever made uh, at, at the time. time. Yeah. And yeah. and so a lot of the critics at the time said like it's kind of disappointing and it's such a, it was such a boondoggle that it's a bad movie. And then a lot of them in hindsight have been like it's not half bad. Um, it was just a boondoggle, but it's definitely it's become a little cult status. People have like it's grown on people, mm. including myself. And uh, <laughs> well, I mean, when I saw it as a kid, I was I loved it. I mean, I was just so into the jet skis on fire. I just there's jet no skis better on fire going off jumps. Yeah, so yeah. good. Okay. And I and, and I also saw the go ahead water skiing soldiers water, water skiing soldiers behind hiding underwater and then jumping out the jet ski so many good things. And if you if you went to Universal Studios in the last fifteen twenty years, you saw the the uh, live adventure live show, live action stunt show, <laughs> stunt show, which was so good. The Waterworld stunt show was so good. Um, anyway, so I think people have agreed it's not a great movie, but it's like sixty five percent. And at the time, but you've been told that it's a twenty percent. So well, it's, also, if they make something for that much money with yes, you know, like that much hype going on, and it's only a sixty five percent, it's right. still a disappointment. And that's yeah, fun. yeah, there's definitely some disappointment at the time. All, yeah, it's also different when you're like going into it with your eyes wide open. Um, and also, uh, Joss Whedon referred to it as like the worst project he ever was called into script doctor. It was like the hardest thing he's ever done. But uh, it's like it's not it's not all bad. And there's so much fun stuff in it that I think it's worth appreciating. And I love the thing that you hate: post apocalyptic, everybody's dirty and they don't dress well. I do like the aesthetic. I just well, like see, everyone. Yeah. It leaves, I like it Alex. Like everyone in my box is unchecked. <laughs> yeah. But Alex, there's nothing that makes me shudder when thinking about a movie when I see Kevin Costner Vanity Project. That's true. It's yeah. not a good. Yeah. Not a good tagline for a I film. Really, and I feel yeah. like I've seen him in his heyday, and it still is not any better than this. Like I watched. In the I future, we just the, call it his hay. Yeah. Right. That's how we shorten it. Young Kevin Costner in his hay. Um, 
I yeah no I watched him in the bodyguard and I was like ugh why okay. sir? I like the untouchables wait I can fix it for you you Ooh. can only watch Kevin Costner when there's baseball involved oh sure he does oh, love fair. him some baseball because yeah. he is good well in a then, baseball movie yeah. that's true I also just feel like we got all the way to this the future and we couldn't bring scissors like somebody get a <laughs> fucking haircut all right all right we have to keep moving uh, number two Katrina says what exactly did the parents come from where exactly did the parents come from and what was their end game we die at the same time and send a tiny kid in the world alone to die on a scale of all the parents you've encountered and the terrible things you've read, how terrible are these parents? I feel like they're like Harry Potter level. I mean, they're like... What? Well, you mean no. perfect angels who died to save the whole world? Yeah. Oh, great. Okay, good. Yeah. No, I didn't mean like they're bad parents. I meant oh, like... Oh, I thought you were saying like the Harry Potter's parents were shitty parents. Like, no. They just abandoned him as a kid? What a bunch of dicks. No, no, it, no, no, no. I'm saying like, I feel like they were like, you're our only hope. Yeah. 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 If a couple home. dies together in bed, that tells me that it's infectious disease that ravaged that village. Oh. Yeah. And, and so I think they horses, sent her right? away. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's what I think would happen. They all, they so, all got horse pox. Like, yeah. Rather yeah. than let this baby get the horse pox, they put her on a, they put her on a raft and said... Go and away. said Moses yeah. basket, but, but once you know, <laughs> but horse fox will run its course, and yeah. then yeah. when they come back with her, then they'll they'll have a place to live. Yeah. That's actually yeah, kind of rad. Here's my question: I've never tattooed a baby. When you put a tattoo on a baby and then it grows, wouldn't the map get all screwed up? I think they thought about that. Maybe these people are like really like good they, like on the map they tattooed scale one inch yeah, equals yeah. one nautical mile. I think, uh, or I think that maybe they maybe that's why the map was so hard to read that's and true. hard to interpret. They did a stretch design that would stretch okay. Right. Then, yeah. Oh, that's so smart. Now they yeah. are great parents. All right, take that, Katrina. We disagree. <laughs> uh, Scott uh, on Facebook says, uh, "Let's cut to the chase. How wet is too wet?" There's a lot of wet in this movie. There Scott. is super wet. Kevin yeah. Costner. Too Ka- wet. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great answer. I also kind of want to know from that, like, how miserable would it, would you be in Waterworld? Because you're always like they keep jumping in the water and then not toweling off. Like they just there must be so much chafing. That's what I was like. Those boots would oh, rip the, the crap boots? out of you. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. That yeah you don't be want uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. Why no. is he wearing boots? But yeah, well, I he's barefoot like, most of the time. And he was hiding his webbed feet from the oh, strangers. Okay. But you know how you feel all, like, carefree and, like, fuck everything else at the beach? Like, you turn into, like, a surfer for a half hour? Yeah. Like, I feel like everybody would have, like, that vibe going on. But I also like, get so tired in the sun. Well, people, <laughs> yeah, I think maybe that's why people got dumb. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, all the exposure. <laughs> but there is there's a, moment, the there's a moment where Jean Triplehorn is just, like, looking at Kevin Costner and her hair is all stupid. And she's like, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> And I feel like that's how I always feel after, like, two hours at the beach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, it doesn't even matter. We're all just humans. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, it's, yeah, it's like a good time. That'd be all right. All right. Number four, Anna says, this is a little specific to me, but if the entire earth was made of water, would Alex choose mermaid mutation or death? And I included this just because I, I wanted to point out that I'm totally fine with Kevin Costner's half fish body. I'm not. Yeah. I'm into it. Oh, I'm into I, it. I'm not not sexually, but I here's what I the the great thing about him over mermaids is that he's integrated. He's not cut in half and sewn together. He's he's all one person. He's a mutation. He's different kind of human. Evolved, yeah. guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's evolution, yeah. which no one seems to understand. Also, it makes sense that he can breathe underwater as opposed to mermaids who don't have gills. They just have mouths. Um, can we talk for a second about the anatomical realism of his gills being behind his ears? Like the well, yeah, yeah. I don't like, know if you remember the song from being a... like connected to the, the throat lung well, canal. Well, the ears have like then, sinuses and they you can blow air The ear bone's connected to the throat bone. Don't you remember the song? why does air come out of his ears when he's underwater? Yeah, and why can he give oxygen to her yeah. underwater? Because it would be carbon <laughs> dioxide. That confused Because me. it's yeah. sexy as fuck. <laughs> I feel so like there's a part where he has to, they have to hide from the bad guys. So he grabs her, throws her underwater, or they swim down, and she's like, "But I can't breathe." And he's like, "I'll breathe oh, for us, oh, baby. Like, I just want to breathe you. back and forth forever." Yeah. And so he is taking the oxygen from the water in his gills and then breathing it into her mouth hole, and uh, it's pretty great. And then later, like <laughs> they kiss later because he's gonna just keep. I th- I imagine he's just gonna keep saying that as a pickup line to her. Do <laughs> you want, can I you? breathe for you? Are you tired of breathing? Let me handle this breathing. Uh, I just let me breathe for your lips. I mean, but no, he's let me not. Let me breathe for your neck. Would I rather hang out with uh, salty old Kevin Costner or uh, Australian teenagers who can't get wet, but when they do, they're transformed into mermaids? Yeah, that was a huge nightmare. Although I like that they had superpowers. So Lisa watched that whole show, the entire series. Have you watched the spinoff series on Netflix? No, but... Mako I, Island's not as just good. Just so you know, I didn't know about it until I heard your podcast. And oh, like, and then you were like, that's for me. Yes. 
see. Like usually you guys always ask me to do things that I've already seen. And yeah. then this time it worked the other way. Yeah. We made you see something. Yeah. Like, that's pretty good. All right. And lastly, uh, Top five. N- number five at Skookumadidi. Man, Twitter handles are hard, aren't they, Skookumadidi? Anyway, um, <laughs> in what fill-in-the-blank world do you think you would fare the best? So if you had an, so I assume what he means is you had a dystopia that was like cheese world. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, you think, yeah. But what happened is the, the polar cheese caps have melted, and so we're just swimming in queso. Yeah. Oh. So there's rafts, ugly leather pants, and you're on queso ocean. Wait, so is this just water world with something else filled in, and it's the same shitty dystopia, but I with guess, like a different substance? Well, but it would be slightly different. Yeah, or you'd is figure it like the a different, different take Wait, on... Like ball pit world. Ooh, that would be super fun. Good at swimming through the ball pit. <laughs> yeah. Diaper fork. But it's like, it's like four feet deep, so you can still stand up in it. Nothing's yeah. for free in the ball pit world. <laughs> <laughs> you win. That's good. That's pretty rad. Chris, what would your dystopia be? I'm trying to think. You know, uh, I actually replied on, on our behalf on Twitter to this person and said, you know, the world I do best in is on a couch under a blanket with a cup of tea. <laughs> huh. That doesn't seem that dystopian. But uh, no, I mean, like, except a- we're all drowning in blankets. There's just blankets everywhere. Yeah. Uh, Stupid Exxon leaking all those blankets. I'd say one where uh, I got to, to camp, but not rough it. So, like, you know, car camping. Luxury camping. Wait, car the camping. dystopia. Is, I don't glamping dystopia, Chris, <laughs> yeah. really. Yeah, like, I only have a couple changes of the clothes. <laughs> I think you're avoiding the question, Chris. Yeah. yeah. I think you might be, like, thinking of Because I've got survival skills, but not many. I feel like my maybe one of my other issues with dystopia is that I feel like I wouldn't make it. And so, it, like, it's very uncomfortable for me to have to ponder this, like, well, yeah, bleak so future. The way this world die, seems, like, it's like most of us have died, clearly. There's like yeah. a thousand people left, and of those, 900 are on the Exxon Valdez that Kevin Costner <laughs> sunk for no reason. Yeah, they all turned into <laughs> war boys. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, die. so there's, a, there's very few people left. So the odds are we would all be dead. Yeah. I guess yeah. this is similar to fa- how would you fail to survive? How would you fail to survive in water world? Mm. I, I can't get cold I can't. in most water. Oh, so I just yeah. I just be very cold. I think I, I would have been like, let's save the books. <laughs> <laughs> and they would have been like, killer. <laughs> you'd be hella dead. Yeah. Or just like your boat would be all like you'd have a canoe and it's just full to the brim of books and slowly sinking. And you're like, yeah. no, I have to save them. They're first editions. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or I'd like keep trying to make jokes and they'd be like, she's crazy. Lock her up. <laughs> I'm like really into this evolution thing and apparently no one else is. So they would just kill me right off. You'd the- just, I'm like, get the fish man. Get him. No, the crazy old guy is into it. The kid is into it. It's just changing mores. You know, it, that, it's a social thing. Come that around. one black guy they allowed to survive. He yeah, was into it. Yeah. Okay. That's one of my biggest questions. Mm. Why didn't all the whiteies die from skin cancer? Yeah, Ooh. that's a great question. Not evolved for it. That's true. It, like, yeah. it's very, yeah. very strange. I'm like, no, all the white people would be dead. Yeah. All of them. Also, yeah. why are their shade mechanisms fucking useless? I, yeah, not a lot of shade in that all world. All the brims of their hats Same are like, room. I made this, yeah, like sticks. Out of mesh, yeah. Just sticks and mesh. <laughs> that's how I protect myself from the sun, because I'm an idiot. <laughs> I just wanted to make this look like a dystopian baseball hat. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to say I would enjoy as much as possible um, under Earth instead of underwater. So like Earth World where uh, we just mole people where we have to dig down. You never see the sun ever yeah, again. I, I much prefer work. no sun to too much sun. Yeah, I, I'm with you there. I feel I feel like I and we all build time. like ant colonies. So there's like lots of tunnels and then Remember bigger rooms. When we read the what was it called? The clone? No. Yeah, what sure. Was, what, the, host. Know, yeah. the host. Oh, the host. The yeah, clone. yeah. I feel like, yeah, no, I feel like I would have done The clone fine. of that other movie where I would have uh, done fine with that because it's like heads. witness underground. Yeah. It's like, oh, wheat sheaves and like yeah. you know, healing. Elaborate, and... elaborate mirror system so you can mm-hmm. grow crops. Yeah. Yeah, that wasn't that. a bad one. No, I think I could one. do okay there. I'd be into it. And uh, smell of dirt. It's nice. Yeah. I like shift dresses. Although, and somebody. Like who, braiding hair. It's fine. As somebody who already dresses as abnegation most of the time, <laughs> I would probably be fine at, uh, you know. That you do not dress anything like abnegation. No, what are you doing? I really don't. What are you doing? You're, right you're straight Hufflepuff. That's what you are. Oh, I am. All right. Um, that's the game of top five. Top uh, five. I would love to hear from you guys, though, your answer to that last question. What fill in the blank, what blank world dystopia would you most like to survive in? Um, I'd, and I'd love to hear your thoughts on who, how you would evolve in queso world, where it's just cheese, cheese caps have melted. Also, if you find Kevin Costner attractive, get at me on Twitter. I need to know more about this. Find, find the most attractive picture of Kevin Costner you can and send oh, it to Tanya. send it to me. Send me your attractive Kevin Costner. You, know you know it's in the natural. The, oh. In the natural? Ooh. Yeah. Is that the future talk for is Naked, a Redford movie? 
No, no, no. The what's, natu- the, what's the one where he's the baseball pitcher? Oh, yeah. The, oh, the natu- I thought you just meant. Uh, I thought that was Dennis Quaid. Oh, damn it. I'm getting. Yeah, Dennis Quaid is attractive. He's Kevin Costner. Hot. Kevin Costner's hottest Kevin role Costner's is as Dennis dreams. Quaid in <laughs> The Natural. Wait, what's You're talking about Field of Dreams. <laughs> okay. No, Field of Dreams, he's hot. Hot. Hot? Yeah. Hot. Hot. Oh, also for Love of the Game. Oh, see? I'm no. telling you. So many baseball Find movies. me pictures of Kevin Costner with his mouth closed and a chin. Good luck. <laughs> I wish I'd, I, I wish I had. Uh, I wish that was a future thing that we say because it's the future now. We say the natural for naked. He's in the natural. Mm-hmm. I like that. That's fun. Send pictures of Kevin I Costner in the I natural. Don't, I don't want that. I don't want those pictures. I don't want those pictures. At the Tanya Best. <laughs> no. <laughs> Send them to your. I right. don't want it. <laughs> Well, that's a good defense against that. Um, let me look up something really quick. Give me two seconds. Hopefully, I'll remember to cut this part out. Yeah, we don't have anything scheduled for next week. All right. So, I'm going to have to leave this part blank. All right. Uh, you guys, it is, it's time now for the last thing we get to do. Her minor compliment. We only have one more compliment for Waterworld. But get at me on Twitter. I got more. All right. Uh, we're going to go in reverse order. Chris. Yes, sir. It's probably your turn. What's your minor compliment? Okay. Sorry, I was busy looking up pictures of Kevin Costner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As you do. Are you wet? Uh, it's wet month. No, I'm not. That's, huh. that's a drying. It has a drying effect on me. Uh. But here's, here's my compliment, uh, is that I love this when it happens in movies, and I love, I love uh, thinking of this as a natural evolution. And what I'm talking about is everyone is a perfect shot. With every harpoon gun, every oh, knife some thrown, good shots. everything Jeez. lands exactly where it needs to do. She's amazing. He's amazing. They all they all hit every single target. And I gotta think it's an evolution, uh, yeah. Lisa, of having limited ammo, and everybody just gets very, very good, even maybe at the genetic level, at hand-eye coordination. I love that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I like it too. That's pretty rad. And he, he, him is like you know, it's like flipper eye coordination, but he's great at it. Yeah, that's right. Well, so I stock. I don't know what he has. No, neither. Yeah. Uh, at least, no, wait, not at least. You're your last. Uh, my my minor compliment is for uh, any movie that can create such an amazing non sequitur on Wikipedia as the one that I found in the Waterworld Wikipedia. Uh, this is a great one. It's so good. I mean, Wikipedia is always good for like badass non sequiturs. We're like, why did you think that was important in the middle of this paragraph? But here's one. Laird Hamilton, the well-known surfer, was Kevin Costner's stunt double for many water scenes. <gasps> Hamilton commuted to the set via jet ski. <laughs> that's rad. Why, I don't know why that's in there. It was in a paragraph about like casting, but that's yeah. rad. Well, they filmed Weird. it in Hawaii. They added thirty million dollars to Hawaii's income by filming there, and that's just pretty good. by spending all the money they had to spend. Yeah, and they'd only budgeted twenty for Hawaii. And part of that was La- Laird Hamilton's jet ski. Jet ski commuting. Yeah, <laughs> I love someone commuting by jet ski. Yeah. That's the raddest thing. And then you can stalk Laird Hamilton back to his house by let- letting the trailer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's perfect. Tanya, minor compliment. Um, so I really enjoyed when Gene Triplehorn got all upset and starts like ranting at Kevin Costner about all the stuff he has because it sounds like he it sounds like she's like an upset little mermaid. Like she's like, Look at all the stuff you have. You have gadgets and gizmos and stuff nobody's ever seen. I even saw what's it. Yeah. What's it's what's it's galore? Yeah, I just really I enjoyed that a lot, even though it was also just terrible. Yeah, because this movie is She's terrible. The worst Little Mermaid ever. She's the worst Little Mermaid of all. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Lisa, yeah. minor compliment. Um, well, most of this movie is like super camp, like like the 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 action sequences are ridiculous. Yeah, and it's silly. Like that's I just loved it because I was laughing the whole time. But the darkest moment was my favorite because mm. it could have gotten like. Like really awful because Kevin Costner, the Mariner, basically kills millions of people by blowing up a boat. Ninety percent of the yeah. earth. Yep. Yep. <laughs> um, Major genocide. And when he puts the, the super cash too. Yeah, flare into the, the oil. <gasps> oh, yeah, I forgot um, that. You see this old man, and this old man has like Maybe been dying, and he's like completely like being held captive by Dennis Hopper, and he yes. sees can what's I, about to happen. Can I set up a little bit more really quick? Okay. So on the Exxon Valdez, they have a huge oil tank that they refine into gasoline, or go juice, um, which is also what they use in uh, um, child pa- beauty pageants. They just yeah. drink gasoline. Um, go juice. You guys go remember juice. that? Okay. Yeah. Anyway, um, so they have this tank, and in, like there's a, an old man with huge thick glasses and a rowboat in the oil t- inside the oil tank, his job floating. is to monitor. The and his job like is to tell skeleton. the yeah, yeah. He's he's super he's old, never not healthy. Out. Yeah. And he's a prisoner down there. And his job is to say how de- how full the oil tank is. So on the ship, uh, Kevin Costner is trying to threaten the bad the bad guy. 
so he has a another flare that he stole from one of the many roadside emergency kits uh and he's like threatens to drop it into the oil tank which they know will kill everybody and it's going to be really bad and for some reason he's he doesn't wants to prove he doesn't bluff so he just throws it in uh even though they haven't gotten off the boat yet but he tosses it into the oil thing and the oil thing is about to explode and kill everybody and and the old man sees the flare and he just goes Oh, thank God. It's so blows up. It's so dark and funny. Yeah. That he's just like, he's been floating on this rowboat praying for death all the time. Because it could have been like really sad if you saw the, and he would have been scared, but now he's just like, my prayers have been answered. I'm going to explode. I assume that's Joss Whedon's work, but that's the best line in the movie. I think that's so fun. That was excellent. Awesome. All right, you guys, that is it for our show. That's it for wet month. That's it for wet month. Dry, uh, wet month. I would say shed a tear, but you can't. It's dry. It's too wet. Uh, wet month out. is gone. Dry it out, you guys. So everybody towel off. It's time to finish wet month. And that means next week is the beginning of easy month. Hey. Everybody buckle up except one person. You're free to go. Uh, we're going to do, uh, for the whole month of September, easy month, we are going to have one person not reading or watching the topic each episode. One person's going to go in totally naive. It's going to be super fun. Hella easy. together no more. Yeah. What? 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 I don't get it. Oh, that I get it. I do get it. Easy has two meanings. There's easy like Sunday morning, and then there's easy like Chris's parents. I, it's hard to keep track. God damn it. <laughs> You know, my mom listens to the show, but yours don't, so I can do this all day long. My parents barely know what a podcast is. <laughs> yeah, totally. It's cool. It's um, cool. So next week, we're going to be watching Pretty Little Liars. Oh, uh, this is a TV show. Yes. Are you stoked? Browse on fleek. <laughs> we're all fleek for fleek. That's not doesn't work as well. Um, last week, uh, Elliot said he was mad about Mads, and I'm, oh, so I, I just want to well, say that about everything. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so this is sponsored by Sarah, the humblest of the humble friends. Again, uh, for her best friend, Caitlin. Really excited about it. It's going to be uh, super interesting. And hopefully, uh, hopefully, let's see. who We'll see. Uh, we haven't decided who's going to be easy. I was going to say hopefully me, but there might be worse things later. Don't know if I want to get it over with this quick. But somebody will be doing it easy style. That's next <laughs> week. Oh, dear. Really excited about easy easy month. It's going to be so fun. And then we'll also pick what uh, October is going to be because I really like these themes. So yeah. we'll get a new theme pretty quick. Um, and as always, we'll probably end. We'll try to end the month with something that is the most perfect embodiment of easiness. So if you guys have a vote for that, oh. tell us what what thing, movie, or book we should read that has to do with easiness more than any other. Yeah. Or what would be most hilarious to have one of us not? Know True. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, a great point too. Yeah. One of that. Um, also, good, uh, since it's the end, it's the end of the summer. It's time to buy stuff. I'm sorry to tell you this, um, but it's about the end of summer. Time to buy stuff for school readdishweek.com slash Amazon. Still a huge, great way to help us out. Please do that. And, uh, you know, keep mingling on. Thank you, as always, for being here at C. Walter Smith. Yeah, my pleasure, man. And at the Tanya Best. Ooh. And thanks for hosting. What a cool podcast. Round table. Yeah, this Square is fun. Table. Square table. Where's the iPhone now, bitches? <laughs> <laughs> as they say. Uh, and thank you so much for being here at Abusive Lisa. <laughs> On Twitter. It was fun. What should people tweet at you? We have Kevin Costner pictures to Tanya. I, I don't know, like, how to hate on you, maybe? How to hate sure. on me? Well, yeah, that was, that's why I made the Twitter. <laughs> oh, it was to abuse me. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, not, not just Alex, right? No, it was specifically me. Specifically for Alex? <laughs> I'm not the hero of this. I'm getting the villain edit for this show. I'm lightly abusive to me, too. Oh, lightly. But I did say, cool. I, I mean, I said... with compliments. <laughs> And the thing is that I like you. Hate, hate. Or something yeah. Like that. yeah. <laughs> Not great. Uh, yeah. So send. Hate, hate. It's Lisa. Send abuse for me to at Abusive Lisa, I guess. <laughs> Actually, I kind of like that being a buffer of all. If you have any any cr- criticism of me, any hate mail to send, send it to Abusive Lisa. And let her filter it onto me. Yeah. I'll redo it. <laughs> she's if she's it's real. a filter of hates. I love it. All right. Thank you so much for being here, Lisa. It was super fun. Yeah. <laughs> we'll talk to you all again later. Goodbye. Pssh. You gotta have something Nine ninety nine for a razor scooter? Are you serious? <laughs> You've got to be jacking me. <laughs> That's a pretty good deal. <laughs> Let's go get on my matches. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's gonna stay. Someone's gonna sleep with cinnamon buns. Somebody's gonna sleep with cinnamon buns. Yeah, credit to me. Credit yeah, hard. Give me, give me a good fucking. <laughs> 
not keeping that. <laughs> Why not? So many reasons. <laughs> That's a really good Muppet voice. Isn't that great? I asked Tanya, I was like, what's, what's a great voice you can do that totally annoys Chris? <laughs> it does. It, yeah. I find it so unsettling. <laughs> it's unsettling. Cinnamon buns. Not just so handsome. <laughs> Can't deal. <laughs> That's the voice that your parents use to each other? Oh, no, 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 no. Damn it, Alex. <laughs> All right. Uh, you guys. Not. 